Paul, and apparently this YouTuber turned boxer is 10% closer to becoming a billionaire. So let's get right into the story. So Jake Paul reportedly earned sky-high amount for the fight with Tyron Woodley, a former UFC champion, and he made a statement saying that when you get 10% closer to becoming a billionaire, apparently on his uh, Instagram story. So if there's anything that today's internet influencers know how to do and do well, it's monetizing off of every opportunity. I gotta say though, it's kind of funny how like <laughs> one of the sponsors for like their fight is Dude Wipes, and like you may not be seeing this, but if you do, they have Dude Wipes right on like basically where the crack of the butt would be on Tyron Woodley, like on his butt, which is just funny so one great example is controversial youtuber jake paul whose net worth is currently around 30 million dollars according to sources so paul's latest endeavor a foray into the road of professional boxing with an impressive 4-0 record has helped boost these numbers especially after sunday's big victory against former ufc champion tyron woodley so Paul, who won the fight by split decision after an exciting eight rounds, reportedly took home $1 million of the $1.5 million purse pre-sporting free. So both Woodley and Paul will bring in a hefty lump of cash from pay-per-view shares, which is expected to bring Paul another $1 million, giving him a grand total of around $2 million in earnings for the fight. And Woodley, by the same calculations, was set to take in $1 million on combination of the $500,000 from the initial purse and another $500,000 from pay-per-view shares. Now, this is not to mention the amount of money that potentially was generated from sponsorships, from brand deals, from basically selling their own merchandise, all that kind of stuff, right? So... That's also, I don't even think, considering like the amount that they actually generated from the selling out the arena itself, right? But what you can understand is that Jake Paul is very good at making money. And he's very good at monetizing attention, which is very important, right? And... A good example of this is that pretty much when it comes to like marketing for this fight, pretty much the only one that was really doing any decent marketing was Jake Paul himself, right? Like he was creating the buzz about this, right? He was creating the buzz that this is going to be a close fight. This is going to be a tough fight, blah, blah, blah kind of stuff, right? That potentially someone's going to get knocked out, all that kind of stuff. And Tyron Woodley wasn't really marketing the fight at all. And yet, this fight still became successful due to the marketing efforts and the marketing knowledge of this young guy, Jake Paul. So something that you could like really learn from this is that in the grand scheme of things, attention tends to equal dollars, right? And you can also look at this and compare it to that really failed like TikToker versus YouTuber boxing fight. And you can see the difference, right? You can see what they did differently. Because in Jake Paul's case, he marketed it very well to an audience 
that is willing to pay for a fight like this, right? Whereas with the uh, TikToker YouTuber fight, the Austin McBroom dude was basically marketing towards people who, one, probably did not have money, or two, even if they did have money, none of them would actually put money towards the fight. And not to mention, basically no one involved in that whole uh, campaign, that whole boxing uh, event, did really any marketing, right? But even though Jake Paul was the main one who was doing the marketing, he was marketing it so well to a very specific type of audience that basically have cash burning in their pocket who will still spend money. Even though there's going to be a certain percentage of people who are going to like illegally stream it, he knew he could get a certain amount of people to buy this event, which is the main thing, right? Like, there's no point in basically creating this type of fight unless you could make the money from it, right? And it's something that you got to understand too, right? Because it's like the same problem that the a lot of UFC fighters end up having when they're trying to like negotiate for like a bigger paycheck from the UFC, right? A lot of those UFC fighters cannot bring in paying viewers, right? They don't have paying fans. That's why someone like Conor McGregor, who loses a bunch of fights, is still going to get paid far more than probably any other fighter on their roster because he brings in a lot of attention and a lot of attention from fans that are willing to spend money, right? Because you got to have the combination of a lot of viewership a lot of attention plus conversions, plus people who are willing to actually put their money where their eyes are going. So that's something that people could really learn from this situation. Whether people hate Jake Paul or not hate Jake Paul, maybe they like him, you could understand that he is very good at making money from attention. Okay? So when you get 10% closer to becoming a billionaire, Paul posted to his Instagram stories in a post-fight selfie video. Now, whether Paul meant that his net worth has now reached $100 million, or whether he believes $1 million is 10% of a billion was unclear. I think more so that he's probably actually broken that $100 million mark because I don't think people understand, but... During like the heydays of Jake Paul and Logan Paul, when they were like the top dogs on YouTube, I believe they were making like twenty to forty million dollars per year just from merchandise. You know, like t-shirts, hoodies, hats, backpacks, that kind of stuff, right? So it wouldn't be that surprising that he probably actually has over a hundred million dollars to his name right? Like, that is not that surprising, right? Because you also got to think about it, too, right? He's also had multiple fights that have very comparable numbers to what Logan Paul and uh, Floyd Mayweather just did, right? And he has very uh, comparable numbers to what, like, a McGregor fight would end up doing. So something to, like, really understand, like, the amount of capital the amount of money surrounding Jake Paul and Logan Paul is immense, right? 
like even though I don't believe that they're really like producing a lot of content, the amount of money that is actually surrounding them is insane, right? It's almost like unbelievable the amount of money that they have pretty much connections to. So Paul's victory over MMA fighter Ben Askren this past spring earned Paul just shy of $700,000 according to reports. The purse nor the final pay-per-view share revenue has been officially confirmed. However, the 24-year-old will not be taking home 100% of his earnings due to a self-declared pledge to take a cut and redistribute a portion of his earnings to other fighters, namely Amanda Serrano, Yamilith Mercado, even Baranchi, Tommy Fury, and even Willie himself. Paul says he did so to ensure that the fighters would have career-high purse payouts. So everyone on the card is getting the biggest payday that they've ever had as a fighter, and that's just part of my movement, he told Mirror of Fighting. These fighters deserve more, and I want everyone to be excited, and I want everyone to know that we as fighters should take care of each other. Paul's older brother has also taken his chances in the ring this year, making headlines when he took an on undefeated five-division world champion Floyd Mayweather Jr. in an exhibition fight, which ended with no official result. Now, Paul reportedly took home around $20 million for the July fight. But in reality, I believe he's actually closer to like 60 to even maybe even $100 million just from all the other products, sponsorships, all that kind of stuff surrounding it. Like The amount of money around them is just insane. Right, like they're gonna make as much money as possible, right? They're gonna milk the udders from this cow like an insane amount, okay? But feel free to give your thoughts about this situation. Like, what are your thoughts on Jake Paul? Do you think this amount of money is kind of like deserved, all that kind of stuff? Do you like that he's trying to give these fighters a bigger payout? Because the thing to really understand, too, by him giving these fighters a bigger payout. One, it'll make his, like, it'll have people view him in a little bit better light. It will help build up his audience, right? He'll it'll help build up the uh, fan base for him in the fight community. Regardless if people like him or not, they have to respect that he's willing to give these fighters more money, right? Especially when you see the UFC paying some fighters, like, only $10,000 per fight, which is insane, $15,000 per fight, which is insane, right? Like you're literally like risking your life for $15,000. So it's going to look very good, and basically the normies when it comes to like paying attention to fighting and all that kind of stuff, right? But either way, it's very good that you have someone who's a little bit younger bringing in a younger audience into a more adult sport, Right, starting to mend those two audiences and bringing a lot of money together from all different sources, all different sides into one field that they can basically scale up. Right, like here's the thing I would not be surprised if Jake Paul or Logan Paul, mainly Jake Paul, are able to basically turn this like a uh, boxing thing into the point where they're actually making like a billion dollars revenue in a single year, right? Like that is actually not that surprising because there seems to, like they mentioned this before, I think like an interview or a podcast or something, but the difference between being like 
a social media person versus someone who is a professional athlete and something so worldwide like boxing because like there's a lot of people in america that like boxing right but when it comes to worldwide boxing is a very massive sport just like soccer right like there is a worldwide respect but also like there's like this weird connection that everyone has towards fighting like particularly right because for some reason everyone has some sort of respect or they like seeing in some version a fight or a fighter right so this is going to continuously scale up Jake Paul's audience and his reach right so you got to think about this right there's going to be a lot of people right now who don't even know who Mayweather is right there's still some people right now who don't even know who McGregor is right and there's going to get a point where they're going to get to an age where this younger audience is going to become an adult and they don't even like know who you know Floyd Mayweather or McGregor or all that kind of stuff right and all they see are like social media guys that became boxers like Jake Paul or Logan Paul or someone like them right so there's going to be like an increasing trend of people like them to come up into that space of like true professional global reach of like a fighter or something similar to that some sort of professional athlete but you know fighting's just so basic that people of any language can like it right like you don't need to be talking to like a fight which is why it's so worldwide in its appeal right think of like mr b uh not Mr. Beast, but think of uh, the comedy or comedian Mr. Bean. Like, if you were to just look up on YouTube or Google Mr. Bean, okay? It's basically a comedy guy or a comedian, right? That never speaks a single word. And the reason why this individual never speaks a single word is because he appeals to a global audience, which means you could be of any race, of any language, and still like the content. Which means that as long as Jake Paul still fights in a very competitive way, he doesn't even have to speak other people's languages to appeal to them, which dramatically increases the amount of attention that he potentially has which in turn brings in a lot more money to him to his companies all that sort of stuff right it just basically exponentially scales it up so it's something that you could really learn from this is that like attention can turn into dollars if done right by the way if you need help with mastering your money and getting out of debt so that you can live a more free life Go check out 40inbox.com. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple 
and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and is very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.